You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast, season 9, episode 32. Uh, and it's the two Johns on tonight. How are you doing, John? Yeah, I'm alright. Um, I just want to f- uh, find out if there's a striker available that can help Aberdeen hit the back of the net. That'd be good. Yeah, it can just be anyone. doesn't even need to be a striker. It could be right back, left back, centre back, whatever. Just a goal. What is a goal? Hi. <laughs> um I don't know if um, Urgo's been blown away by the storm, but oh. um, it must have been going on for weeks then, because uh, it's terrible since the turn of the decade. Aye, um, certainly. We've only, we've only scored one penalty um, in the Scottish Cup against Dumbarton, and in all league games we just haven't scored. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll move on quickly, because um, we were supposed to be having Phil Maguire on tonight, um, but... Um, due to a few circumstances you can't make it um, so it's been postponed by another two weeks so apologies listeners if you thought you were getting Phil again you're getting just the two joints yes the weather's no no help as we think weather's played a part so the weather's causing quite a lot of things so aye uh, hopefully we get a, a stable connection to the Wi-Fi that doesn't need to disappear here or place so yeah but Aye, some, sometimes can't be helped. Doesn't seem that long ago as well, we had Storm Brendan. Yeah, that that was just last year when they left. Yeah, um, exactly, aye. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shame Chris wasn't on when that joke's been cracked. Uh, <laughs> although Storm Brendan, I think, was just the end of the um, last decade round up with him and Scott going on about who was the big manager of the decade. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um I think they could have had a whole podcast themselves with that one. We yeah. just kind of sat back and got the popcorn out for that one. Aye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I there was obviously games last midweek. Seems like a while ago now. But there's not many midweek games recently. We, you touched on Aberdeen, Tim's a guy score. So yeah, <laughs> obviously folk know already yet then he's going in that game. St. Johnson's got a pretty decent goal. The young boy, Ali McCann, he seems to impress quite a lot for him. Um, and just, yeah, just again, huff and puff and didn't blow the goal down. Um, close it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good weapon. I think um, our, our new team name's become an Aberdeen nil, and it's a, look, going back to 2000, um, not 2000, 1999, remember, it was first six and a half games, um, and then yes. we did eventually score Andy Dow in a 2-1 defeat with Dungeon United. We celebrated that as a food won the World Cup, that, that free kick. Um, I think it's going to take some of that Hamilton. I can see there being a conga um, in the Spice of Life stand at Hamilton tomorrow if uh, Aberdeen score. <laughs> Aye, that's, that's if the game on yeah. with the kind of weather that's expected, but um, it's, it doesn't help. We're, we're not scoring goals. We don't have a particularly good record there as well. Um, Hamilton, much as they've been on the back of two heavy defeats to Rangers and Celtic, have actually been quite impressed in both games. So it'll be another tricky game. Um, McInnesa came out today and said, "Oh, there'll be changes and all that type of thing." Well, that's fine saying that in terms of changes, but whatever Bruce has been doing and he's been making changes recently, it's not working. Um, d- defensively, yeah, we have got bad to basics, but a bit more solid. 
Um, you could say that. However, did you see the goal St. Johnston scored? Well, yes, that <laughs> that aside, but generally since the we have been pretty good defensively. Um, so yeah. it, it's going forward. It's just a big problem. The St. Johnston game, they can our best chance came what in injury time again, free kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's supposed. And then. Saturday, yeah, people said that yeah we dominated, we controlled the game, etc., etc. Neither keeper had a save to make the first half, and then the only real was a couple of efforts. The Ferguson one, where I think he'd probably been better off squaring it um, or setting up something else, and then you had the Curtis main one, which was a very half chance on the the kind of half volley, but you wouldn't even call that a chance. It's not as if we're creating decent chances. No, I think um, the Lewis Ferguson one, I think he is trying to get that across. Um, but maybe he's got a little bit too much height on it, and that's how the keeper's able to get across. It's a good touch by the keeper, to be fair, it takes it away from um, whatever player it was that was coming in. But I think McInnes is changing too much. Well, um, Hedges was probably one of our better attacking players last Wednesday, um, although, again, he wasn't great. He was certainly one that looked lively the shot in the first half, but. He keeps dropping him, and I just think, give this boy a run, because he, he's probably the one player in the team that's got that little bit about him that could create something out of nothing. Um, I mean, Kennedy looks as though he could be direct, but I'm not sure about his end product. McGinn, um, again, blows hot and cold, um, because obviously he's getting on a bit now as well. It, it's and this, it's behind that as well, I think we've got too many semi-players that we've got... Uh, Campbell, Ojo, McGeoch and Ferguson who are all pretty similar and you've got to pick two for them um, something, and when we go with three like we did last midweek it just gives a bad effect to the team in my yeah. opinion um, didn't but... me against Johnson that he did that he didn't want him to do it but didn't surprise me because you play them you can know what kind of type of game you've got but you've got to rise above it and maybe be a bit more creative think about what you can do in terms of the opposition as opposed to Wondering too much about them, and I think that's something McInnes is guilty of quite a bit, and maybe probably even more so this season than any other. Yeah. Um, with regards to that, because there's, there's no denying there's decent players in there. I mean, the majority of them mm-hmm. have been there the last couple of years or so. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned the midfield thing, McGee and Oyo are maybe kind of too similar. Um, I think Ferguson's slightly different. Like Ferguson, I think, offer something going forward. Um, and then Campbell, he was playing more at the weekend, but I don't know playing almost as a as a wing back on the left which isn't his natural position but he does, does at least try and play like forward thinking passes um, I don't know I don't know yeah, yeah the, the draw against Kamara was very predictable and even Aldo said it in the group chat that um, it's getting 0-0 all over it um, and it just didn't look much of a game I mean when the draw was made initially, we thought this could have been picked as a, a, uh, one of the four. And then we thought it was actually more likely to be Falkirk versus Hearts. And I'm glad they didn't pick the Aberdeen Commander games. So it was a dreadful game. Not that the Falkirk game at night was much better. I mean, that was... I mean, Brian Rice, um, just mentioned Hamilton, was talking about the... Um, I think him and Jack Ross and a couple of managers mentioned farcical with regards to the weather conditions of the weekend because of this um, storm. And certainly the Falkirk game, that was horrendous. The conditions. It was like yeah. watching through a kaleidoscope with the, um, you know, because obviously that, um, where the 
TV cameras are. It's the, the only uncovered bit in the Falkirk Stadium. Hi, I mean, you've seen the likes of the Aberdeen game, the ball, like kick by kicks and corners and that, and the ball was just blown all over the place. You can end up a situation in the, like the rugby whereby the phone need to hold on to the ball to stop it moving. Yeah. So, but yeah, Hamilton were, I reckon, quite unlucky in the, the game on Saturday. Should have had a penalty just before half time. Yeah, without the um, incident, Hamilton, um, they're drawing midweek against the man could be seen as a decent point from it could also be seen as a negative given the fact they were winning that game don't think that draw does anyone either fairs except Hamilton are off the bottom but yeah they certainly should have appeared in that Rangers game um, there's no question I mean there's no there's no discussions about um, VR this week uh, Mr Gerard. Um but yeah that was a that was an obvious penalty that's been missed by the officials. Um, I mean, yeah, you can say it's accidental, but it doesn't matter if it's accidental or not. It's handball. Um, and one all, Hamilton's got a chance to make it 2-1. It's a completely different game, but uh, take nothing away from Rangers. Second half, um, when they stayed I up, they just had that bit too much quality um, and you know thoroughly deserved the win, but they did get a helping hand, pardon the pun, um, in the first <laughs> half. Yeah. Um, Hamilton's goal was well when Boy Smith was impressed again. Mm-hmm. Um, took his goal well. Um, so I suppose there was a weird kind of surprises with line up in terms of Paul Mule and Miller no starting. Uh, I think Templeton was left out completely, but whether he was carrying a knock or that. Because uh, he obviously scored last midweek against St Mirren. First goal, I think, since returning. I think Hamilton had half an eye on the game against ourselves. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, you know, survival means more than. I can't run. I mean, I'd, we talk about it all the time that um, in England it's bad news that um, you know teams even you know would rather finish seventeenth in the Premier League um, than than have a good FA Cup run. Whereas up here, the majority of the time, I mean, Celtic and Rangers had pretty much Celtic had one or two changes, but they've got a squad to do it. But Rangers had pretty much the full strength side out, and that shows how much the Scottish Cup still means up here. I definitely, I. Um... Second half, obviously, then just kind of pretty much controlled it. Great strike by Arfield for the second goal. It looks yeah. even better because it hits off the bar as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like those ones that go in off the bar. There's something about a strike like that um, that makes it better like the Tony Yeboah strikes all those years ago. Oh, yeah, Tony um, Yeboah, aye. Great goals. Yeah. Memorable. Aye, definitely. Um, and then we spoke about St Mirren. Obviously playing against Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in the cup they drew with Mother um, that looked a pretty entertaining game. Um, but who was it that scored St. Martin's goal again? Um, but it was pretty well taken. So I think. Oh, that's yeah, Mother would take it. Oh, and then you sign in. Jack. Just Kubiak or something like that. Jack Kubiak, I think. Aye. Um, but yeah, nicely um, into the corner. Uh, and Mother had Tony Watt um, in their squad, making um, as for that's him at his twelfth club at the age of twenty-seven. When is he going to settle down? It's just a story we've been. Uh, it's a question we've been asking for about three, four, five, maybe more seasons. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's you know it, 
I mean, he obviously got that goal against Barcelona, good luck to him, but, you know, is he overhyped because of that goal, or is there a potential player in there? Because most clubs have seen him go to, I mean, like, Hearts only scored one goal, I think, so Johnson, after the initial decent start, it completely tailed off for him. Um, I'm beginning to think it's about the latter. I mean, good luck to him, if, um, you know, the fact that he managed to get a goal against Barcelona, but I think there's attitude issues as well. Oh, I mean, he's definitely living off that goal against Barcelona in terms of some of the moves that he's managed to get. If it was anyone else, he'd probably be playing lower league football. Um, but managers keep on trying to give him a chance. There must be something there. Because you would think in terms of managers, maybe talk to other managers that have had him in the past and they'll maybe say, oh no, there is something in there, but it's just trying to coach him out of him. Maybe Robinson's the man to do it. Yeah. Um, but they had what uh, O'Hara scored for the weekend player that when he was at Dundee I thought would go into kind of better things maybe but went down south and never really worked out for him he's not featured much for Motherwell um, so far but maybe that goal kick start his Motherwell career yeah when did he join Motherwell was it not was I think it was really? in the summer I think really I think I didn't even know that well um because yeah, when when he was doing all right at Dundee, and then he got that move to Pira. No, we were talking about as a player that we could maybe take at uh, Pitodry, but it's not worked out for him at Pira. It's just he's um, not the first and last that's going to go down there and uh, then come back up when it doesn't work out. But I just hope he starts his career now. Yeah, he's not. On, he's only on loan, mind you, at Motherwell, but he's only he's still only twenty four, so mm-hmm. um, still a good chance to get a good. A good move, maybe again. Yeah. Or maybe go back to Motherwell permanent, which would be a decent move for him. Yeah. And then there was a couple of championship versus uh, premiership um, games. Uh, Air to lead against St. Johnston, and again, we're talking about wind assisted, um, which leads to the St. Johnston equaliser, non goal. Um, you feel for your head who had a bit of a disastrous game because he didn't get sent off um, for a pretty reckless challenge, but that first goal was. That's just a horrible ball to defend. Aye. Because the sudden movement and then St. Johnson going and win the game. Uh, what was a potential banana skin they've come through unscathed and in the last eight? Aye, well, St. Johnson have definitely picked up over the last kind of month or so. So, good win, definitely a tough place. Um, obviously, Air won again. Was it Ross County in the previous round? Yeah. So, it was a potential banana skin for St. Johnson, but they came through the tie. And yeah, they'll be happy. Boy Hendry scored as well. I think he's someone that's done pretty well for St. Johnson in the, the few appearances that he's made. So, yeah. definitely a player in there. Yeah, he started to, to come on the game. I think that's Collinson, if I remember rightly. Um, Colin Hendry's son. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's doing his old man pride. and um, He was mainly doing better when he was coming off the bench and uh, scoring goals, but now he starts he starts a couple of games again. and um, No in the back of the net a bit more regularly. Ah, yeah, times St John's are playing two up front as well, which is probably helping. Helps Stevie May certainly, because um, yeah. he's got something to play off of. Mm-hmm. So. He was very unlucky not to score. Um, love a chip over the goalkeeper, but the hits outside the post and goes wide, as opposed to hitting the post and getting in. Um, but he's certainly looking a bit more confident, Stephen. I'm glad for him. Um, I definitely, I. As long as he doesn't do it against us, then it's fine. Yeah. But St John's have been rewarded with a tie, or I don't know if he's been rewarded, but they've got a tie against Celtic in the next round. 
you just wonder if they'll do what they did for the previous league game and give Celtic three stands. Um, you know, I get the financial reasons behind that, um, but at the same point, I mean, it must be a heart sinking that you're the, you're a home player walking out and you're seeing three stands full of away supporters. Um, ah, it's been it's like a home tie for Celtic. I mean, that's what it, it felt like a home tie for Celtic. I remember I think I watched yeah. it. Um, it's kind of weird one. I remember Raymond Dominic um, when he was France manager um, saying that his heart sank when he saw 20,000 Scots fans in the Parc de Brands that night in 2007. He just <laughs> sank even more when we won the game. Um, but yeah, Inverness on the 20th anniversary of Super Cali Go Ballistic. This result wasn't quite the same heights, but still a bit. You've got to consider that a scout given Livingston's form. You no, know, Kenneth Thistle winning that and getting into the last eight. I definitely, yeah, the goal's a bit maybe fortunate, definitely a free kick, but it's a good ball in, it's one of those that difficult to defend and uh, Welsh get his reward. You spoke earlier though about teams playing their best teams in the Cup still, but Livingston I think made five changes in this game, which you would think. Uh, Lovey would have maybe fancied a chance to maybe kind of gone all the way. Maybe, you know I mean, mean <sighs> I don't know how many changes, but see, um, without completely sticking up for the Premiership clubs, um, the fixture schedules has been ridiculous since we've come back for the winter break. I mean, there was a midweek card midweek there, um, and I think Livingston got another win last midweek, did they not? Um, no, they lost two out of Ross County. So I don't know if they just stayed up there. <laughs> they would have been better off. <laughs> Aye, um, maybe. Again, they've get, you've got the midweek card this week as well. It's and it wasn't that long ago there was another midweek card. So, yeah, it's a tough schedule and. Teams with limited squads have, you know, obviously taken the decision to rest one or two to keep fit for the bigger games because Livingston's bread and butter is doing well in the Premiership. I will potentially even qualifying for Europe, poor league, but doesn't be on them just now. Uh, you know, I never one thing we never touched on last week when we were maybe discussing transfers and all that. T Dolly Mengers returned uh-huh. from his loan spell, I so he came off the bench and the weekend. Didn't even know that. Um, but yeah, good one for them, Aye. Aye, definitely. And then we'll go back to the Saturday night game, the, um, the Falkirk and Hearts game. I thought Falkirk were very unlucky not to get a replay. Three times they hit the woodwork after Hearts went in front of a penalty, and it was a definite penalty. Um, but the game was farcical, as I said, with the conditions, and um, BBC decided to have their. Um, the pitch side, the pitch side reporting with a presentation over at the stand. It was over at the area ground, but there was no stand and there was no cover. So, and then I think the insistent interviewing Daniel Stendel over that side. Such stupidity. Yeah. Spell. I don't know if you've seen the the news earlier. The STV news, and they had the guy reporting from Cumbernauld in the bridge. It was It's like that's just cruelty. It was like the weather was horrific. His face was all red, he was coughing and spluttering, and you're just thinking, there's no need for that. We know what the weather's like. We can see, we can look out the window. There's no need for that poor boy to get out, that poor guy to get out. Uh, lack of common sense. Aye, well. It's bad enough being asked to go to Cumberland to the best of times. <laughs> <I'm only, laughs> I, I stayed not far from Cumberland, so I can't know it. Uh, there's good people in Cumberland. And. 
Are charity games near coming out? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Quite that edit. But that's, out, that, but that's outside coming out. Just <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. People are coming out. Good people. Um, and then Sunday, Celtic got through pretty easily. Yeah. Aye, it was always going to be a big ask for Clyde to do what they did in 2006 and I see they had a reunion with some of the players so um, Aberdeen fans got to see what Craig Bryson looks like um, I suppose he's due back this week I think they were saying but I, mean, see. I doubt it'll be a, a past plastic pitch at Hamilton yeah more comebacks than Sinatra this season Craig Bryson as you mentioned earlier they, they did play, they played I mean pretty close to a full strength team maybe well one two Maybe not. Five, well, Russell, six, you could kind of argue. I keep, you know, actually, maybe six or seven, you could argue. Mm-hmm. Would be in their starting lineup if everyone's available. Because El, El Nussi came back. Yeah. Which is a kind of positive for them. Because you kind of think Christy's back in the side mm-hmm. as well. Strangely, actually, I played one up front against Clyde when they've been playing two up front against the uh, Premiership opposition. Aye, it wasn't exactly a reserve side Celtic put out. No. Um, you know, because surely Nenayer is the first choice centre back pairings. Um, Brent's yeah. also the first choice centre midfield. Forrest, Christie, Illinoisi when they're fitter, first choice. Um, and Chab's been playing a lot, lot recently. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but, you know, they've got the squad that they can uh, rest one or two. I mean, they could afford to not even have Edward on the bench. Um, but they got the job done uh, pretty comfortably, as you would expect. And you know, from Clyde's point of view, it was just a case of um, you know they put up whatever fight they could, and they've got money from Premier Sports, they've got um, money from eight thousand paid spectators or whatever the crowd was. Yep. Um, so they can now go and back onto the um, the League One action this week and try and get up the table. Definitely, and then it helps Danny Lennon's budget if he's maybe renewing contracts or he's wanting to attract players in the summer. There'll be a wee bit more to play with there. Yeah. As well. Um, and Charm's goal was good. Oh, that was a cracker, yeah. Without doubt, the uh, goal of the game. Um, but, yeah, and then Bio came back off the bench to score. He, uh, he looks alright, I think, anytime I see him. But, yeah. Got, what, no, that's John Celtic attack. Yeah. yeah. And Clamala obviously got his first start as well, so that was a bonus for them. Um, yeah, he seems to be quick. He looks quick. That boy, Clamala. Yeah. And the most romantic tie there in BSC Glasgow um, coming up against Hibs. It went the way you expected, but BSC Glasgow have done what um, Aberdeen have failed to do this year and scored against uh, top flight opposition. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's an But no, they, they, they kept themselves, they got themselves back in the game after being two down and should have been. Could and possibly should have been level at two two. Yeah, uh, the chance yeah. of the boys start second half, but um, but Hibs just had too much class in them. Guys like McNulty, um, scoring hat trick and Greg Dockett, who they've just brought in in loan for Rangers. I think he's a terrific player. Um, he scored his goal and yeah, pretty routine in the end, but it wasn't always easy. Aye, because IBSC Glasgow, apart from the goal they scored, good goal from Smith being Stevenson at the back post. They had the, the volley from the boy Orr, which Marciano made a good save at the, his post. And then, yeah, they should have kind of got the two all right now. Collins, um, good chance, he just swipes at it. Um, mm-hmm. with that. But yeah, all credit to them. They, they performed well, and certainly Hibs 
you'd have been in a, a dogfight in that game. Yeah. He, he just will hope that whatever money they've earned from this tie and this, this whole cup run will go towards trying to find somewhere a bit close at home rather than having to drive all the way to Aloha for a home match. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, they've been going for like so long, but it's trying to get facilities that are available and trying to get somewhere they can build on. Because obviously they're yeah. supposed to be based at Broomhill, uh, which is nowhere near Alloa. Um, <laughs> so. I don't even know which side of Glasgow that's in, to be brutally honest, but surely they'll be able to find something. Um, I'm pretty sure Broomhill is kind of... I might be wrong here, but is it not towards kind of... Clyde Bank, kind of Knightswood type area up that way, mm-hmm. or maybe the far end of far end of Glasgow, towards there. But yeah, you might be right. Um, yeah. As I say, I have no idea. Um, and then the draw, um, Hartsfield Rangers without doubt will be the tied around. Sales at Racing Johnson you've covered. Hibs at home to Cali Thistle. Um, who are the only? remaining non-premiership side in it and then it's St Bernard Motherwell at home to come in on Aberdeen which is Aber- if Aberdeen get through it'll be their first away tie um, since 2017 yeah it's going to be difficult it's going to be a horrible game <laughs> uh, they always I are see penalties again like it did yeah. in 2018 yep Freddie Woodman mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely um, but it's going to be tough um, I think the other game Motherwell should be better at home but you just never know so they're looking a bit better under Goodwin I think yeah definitely um, and then we've kind of touched on it a wee bit but we've got a full midweek fixture list so Hamilton at home to Aberdeen on Tuesday night and then the rest of the games take place Wednesday so Celtic home to Hearts Hibs home to Ross County Kelly home to Rangers Love a recent men at St Johnson versus Monoville, but we say the weather might cause havoc with that in terms of whether the games are still played. Yeah, as we said, um, Ryan Rice was um, saying that the weather will be put, you know, players want to play out and it, fans don't really want to go out in it. Um, it's going to take a lot for um, fans to come out and see that game tomorrow. I mean, uh, to see an Aberdeen side that's struggling um, for goals and not playing great football, they add that weather in it. Um, yeah, Kiara's got a lot to answer for. Aye. Do, do you like uh, sending Aberdeen to Hamilton on a Tuesday night? <laughs> I know. Aye. It's because of the central belt support we've got. Um, aye. That makes sense. <coughs> yeah, so I think you can think of, but aye. Yeah. Uh, sad news earlier, obviously, uh, Jackie McNamara in the hospital after collapsing outside his home on Saturday, so. And the latest is he's having an operation today or tonight, but yeah, fingers crossed everything's all right. Yeah, it doesn't sound great, but hopefully it pulls through. Um, man of a good few clubs, Jackie, mainly Celtic, obviously. Um, he had 10 years at Celtic after moving there from Deville, and a great success story it was. Um, I used to think it was Yeah, because won the first division at the time. Um, and, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't... You wouldn't sell, you would look at Celtic going to someone in the championship now to think that's going to improve our starting lineup, but it just showed that the golf wasn't as big then and that McNamara was able to step up and he had a great career at Celtic and um, also went to World Cup with Scotland as well. And yeah. then after Celtic, he was at Wills and 
it was a forgetful spell at our club, Aberdeen. You no, know, I still remember the you know, fans cheering as he left the partners uh, against Queen of the South, and that was his last act for the club. But he was done by the time he came to us. Yeah, aye. I think the big thing was uh, Celtic. The partnership he had with Simon Donnelly was terrific. Um, the season that he earned him as well. Won the league. And then later, that was playing a right back, and then later on in his career, he kind of ended up playing at centre back, and he wasn't a. Obviously not a particularly big guy, but he kind of read the game so well. Um, I think he was one player of the year playing at centre back as well. I think he played Tolkien midfield at one point. He was. Um, Aye. I think the year Celtic won the league in ninety seven eight when they stopped the ten. I think McNamara at times played right wing. Um, because I think they played. I think they might have played Tom Boyd at right back at one point with McNamara in front. But he was adaptable that you could play either full back and certainly in the centre midfield. And, uh, and, do, and do a good job. Yeah, I so definitely goes through. Yeah, fingers crossed to his family. Um, yeah, and one of his former clubs um, that he managed, Partick Thistle, um, they lost again at the weekend um, away to Dundee, and they're in a pretty big bit of bother because um, they're still two points behind. Allow and three behind North County. Sorry, Queen of the South. And both those teams have games in hand over them. Yeah, and it's the... actually played more games than anyone in the league. Mm-hmm. And McCall brought in a few players in the, the Toronto window, so. Mm-hmm. Nobody like enough. Fall into play set for them. Yeah. Morton did well to come from behind twice against Queen of the South. Yeah, that's a good point for them, given they were twice behind. Um... Yeah, Queens will be kicking themselves a wee bit. They didn't move a bit further clear of Allo and a bit closer to Morton. In fact, they were doing it above Morton and a bit closer to Arbroath. But mm-hmm. again, we spoke about how tight that league is. Um, I can't remember if there's any championship fixtures on this week um, because there's a few games that will be played. In fact, there's none. This no, no. Win this schedule for. Not, not Friday, Arlo against the <coughs> United the TV game. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's a good game. What's that? Hopefully that's a good game. Aye. I think the ones to be watch out for it could be Dundee. I noticed Hemmings got a brace at the weekend. Certainly capable of scoring a lot of goals in that league. Remember he was mm-hmm. up there with the top scorers in the, the Premiership not that long ago. He was at Dundee, so... He's got nine goals, but uh, he, he should be, I think, scoring 20 in that league. Capable oh, of it. Because uh, he had a, a great partnership with Greg Stewart at Dundee, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, they were in the top six. And uh, I think the two of them were named in Team of the Year that season, if memory serves me right. Um, but yeah, Dundee jumped up two places from six to fourth, um, and go two points behind the air in the process. So that opens that up a wee bit. They're not that far behind Inverness. Um, or Inverness have got a game in hand, but it's only three points, and Inverness have started to play that game in hand, so yeah, it's certainly going to be tight. Um, Aye, definitely. Um, and then League One, there was only two games, both finishing draws: Dumbarton and Airdrie now now. Stranraer Wraith one also. Wraith stretch our league, stretch our lead even, not our league, their <laughs> lead. Uh, <laughs> four points ahead of Falkirk. Yeah, Falkirk. I think those two results will suit Falkirk because um, they're obviously splitting both. Um, 
Wraith and Airdrie just now, so Airdrie only move to three points behind them instead of one, and Wraith only move four points ahead instead of six. Aye. So Falkirk could go one point behind if they win their game in hand, but yes, you'd rather be picking up a couple of draws lately. I think they need to turn a couple of those draws into wins. I mean, it was the top two, to be fair, they've had at home the last two games, they've picked up points against them, so they'll be hoping, and they've got a draw away at Airdrie. So mm-hmm. taking points off his off three should hopefully be good for their um, mentality, but now they need to take that into the weekend fixtures because um, it's against the likes of Orfar, Peterhead, Clyde, etc. It's going to be key to them coming, clawing back that disadvantage of seven points they have. Yeah. And then Falkirk, I know they don't play in the league till next Tuesday. Are they? I don't know if they got chance. weird one. Why they're not they're not playing the weekend? Oh, it's Challenge Cup weekend. Ah, um, that's what it is. Yeah, so I can't remember. If I've just seen that uh, Rangers under twenty ones are playing uh, Inverness, Charlie Thistle in Inverness, and it's Party Wraith Rovers on Friday night. Ah, yes, that's why. Mm-hmm. Ah, because I was looking at Falkirk pictures and I couldn't see that Falkirk were playing at the weekend, like even in another cup, so. By its wraith. So. Yeah, so it should have been wraith. So they were playing at the weekend. That would have been an interesting top of the table battle. Aye, it's been. I think it's rescheduled for third of March. That game. Mm-hmm. So, we better time to wait for that one. Yeah. Um, so it's a chance for the area in these five to try and claw back something on them. Mm. And then League Two, Cove slipped up again. Obviously, they drew last weekend against Win Rovers. Um, got gobbed three 0 by Elgin. Yeah, that was a hell of a beating. The Edinburgh City winning sets up nicely for Saturday because the two of them play uh, go head to head in Cove. Um, and if Edinburgh win, then they go joint top. So aye, that You'd still expect Cove to win, but hey, you never know. Uh, Edinburgh's getting a bit of momentum with those recent results. One team that certainly don't have momentum is Breaking City. Gubbed no. at Albion Rovers. Well, uh, they've got they have got momentum, but it's unfortunately it's the wrong way around. It's the <laughs> Yeah. Downward momentum. So Exactly. So they're they still have a game in hand over Stennis Muir, but they're nine points behind and they're nine behind Albion Rovers who have two in hand over them. Um but Queen's Park I noticed they got a win at still and Albion, they're certainly they've picked up under Ray McKinnon. Yeah, they have, um, yeah. And all of a sudden they're looking up the way in um it was the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Beath need to watch themselves. They might have a couple of games in hand, but their early good starts tailing off. Um, drew away to Stennis Muir. Um, all right, it's not a defeat, but it was second bottom of the league they were playing. I was so it's starting to get tight between third, fourth, and fifth. And then you wouldn't even rule out maybe still an Albion, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven points. Seven points with 13 games left. It's. Yeah, not beyond the realms of possibility. I mean, technically, Annan aren't that far off either, but they've got a minus 20 goal difference and they get gubbed at the weekend off Edinburgh, so yeah. it's going to be difficult for Annan Athletic. And then we'd mentioned last week a wee bit about the kind of pyramid system, so still not been much more movement in terms of clubs coming out and saying um, what's happening. However, there's been maybe one or two. Um, there was the team from Kirkcaldy Kirkcaldy and Dicer FC so they've said certainly they want to be involved in uh, 
West of Scotland League or whatever league East of Scotland League probably would have to move to with that um, and then Rutherford and Glen Cairn they came out and said that they want to be involved in a, a West of Scotland League so they, 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 what they said was on the 7th of February that was a, um, an announcement an intention to set up a West of Scotland Football League but I've not seen any other teams mention that so whether they've come out and said that well, well they maybe shouldn't have done because um, I have seen talk that there's going to be some kind of announcement formally this week um, in terms of what's happening so in case I continue what's a space see what happens but yeah I, I can't believe it would be in time for that season but maybe maybe it will be it's um, I don't know I just think it's a farce in terms of how late it is if you're talking about it February and then it could be that the delay gets restructured that season seems crazy it's just statements galore um, from what I'm seeing from uh, you know I've got a few clubs um, and yeah you just wonder if there'll be any sort of resolutions to what's going on it, it needs clarity yeah um, but the other one that made a statement with Darbo Juniors they said they want to be involved as a best of Scotland League and we've not done a pick it out for the week but I shared it earlier on, uh, on Twitter Terrific strikes from his own half, Darren Miller, uh, at Darvel, so mm-hmm. I think it's it'd be difficult to get a contender that would beat that this week. Yeah, nah, we'll give it to we'll give it to him. Yeah, it's 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 subject. Yeah, you can argue about the wins, but hey, he's also known about the conditions. Thought I'm going for this, and it's paid. Oh, so, no, he's a good player. Yeah. That. Thanks for all the interaction as well because there's a few, uh, I think, probably Darwell fans kind of uh, having a wee bit of a laugh about it and stuff like that, so it was good. Yeah. Uh, and he even responded as well, so Darren. Yeah. Uh, but they've, they've spent, they've, 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 they've got, they're very ambitious. They're kind of talking about wanting to overhaul Talbot in long term in terms of the juniors, but it might not be the juniors for much longer. Okay. But they've definitely got ambition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely the other thing I did notice in terms of this week was Stephen Naismith coming out and saying he's putting his hat in the ring for the Scotland team but he's in the he's in the he's not in the last Scotland squad he was he started last time Aye, so I think I think he's been injured since then to be fair yeah <laughs> I think Again. he'll definitely be in the squad I would think oh yeah with, um, I would have thought so because he's been starting games for Hearts recently been playing quite well um, Hearts are obviously still Struggling for consistency. That was a bad one they lost at home to Kilmarnock. Um, yeah. I think 3 2 glossed over it a little bit from because Kilmarnock were 3 up before the goalkeeper had a bit of a mad moment and got sent off. Um, oh, so they're still very much. In, Aye, it was crazy. Yeah, it's, they're still very much in relegation trouble. You know, they're bottom of the league. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to say that they'd picked up a little bit, but they're shipping goals still. They still haven't um, found that from the back. As I said, in the cup against Falkirk, they were very fortunate that Falkirk didn't get at least a replay out of that because Falkirk hit the, the post and bar three times. So um, they need to pick up. I've noticed they've got Hamilton um, at the weekend after uh, they play Celtic midweek. So you'd imagine they'll write off the Celtic game, go full pelt against Hamilton because they need to win that. <laughs> There's no oh, getting away from it. They need to win. If yeah. Hamilton win this game, um, in fact, it's not inconceivable for Hamilton to be seven points clear of them coming the weekend, given they've got yep. Aberdeen on Tuesday night and Aberdeen aren't playing well. Um, it's actually getting so bad with Aberdeen just now. I just noticed an article that a pub called The Foundry, good pub that, um, are offering 
free drinks to um, if Aberdeen score from what we play tomorrow night. <laughs> no, I mean that's how bad it is. I um, so hopefully they hopefully the bar gets run dry then. Yeah, found dry. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that one. But I think he's well the thin where we spoke about it. Yeah, they beat Rangers and all that, but they've not really followed it up. And Stendhal's been quite open about the fact of how they're going to play. So you know they're going to press you. You kind of teams kind of work tactics around that. They adapt and make sure they can nullify it. Um, there are, I think there are small signs that are getting better, but it will take time because he brought in he brought in quite a lot of new players, obviously. Yeah. Aye, there's, I mean, they've changed, they've changed systems, they're changing tactics, um, they've also made a couple of new signs, it does take a bit of time, but they may get the boys on the board quickly, um, but when you've got your teams around you, St Johnson, Hamilton, sorry, St Johnson and Kilmarnock, and you only pick up one point for those two games, it's not really um, a good problem, but never know, this time next week we could speak about um, another revival if they do beat Hamilton at the weekend, it's, uh, they need to treat that the same way they treated the Rangers game, and the way they would treat an Edinburgh Derby. They've just mm-hmm. got to go at it. Um, but on our side issue, um, Kenny Miller retired at the age of 40. Yeah, I think Craig's wanting him for his five-a-side team. Yeah. <laughs> well, Craig might need to go all the way to Australia because that's rumoured where he's supposed to be going. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure Craig would follow him. Oh, yeah. Right. He'll be booking the first flights to wherever. Um, so commiserations Craig if you listen oh, I'm sure a, a few tears were shed there mm-hmm. this is yeah. well that's good. he said a good career um, and in terms of him as a Scotland player yeah he wasn't the greatest yeah he missed chances but um, he had a good few uh, moments in the Scotland jersey and for a while he was our best striker and deserved to be um, our, our leading striker because, you know, the way he worked the channels and uh, oh, yeah. got us up the park. Definitely. I thought he was good. He had a thankless task at times. Yeah. Aye. I would argue that Kenny Miller at his peak was better than most of the players in our squad now. Aye, probably, aye. Yep. Um, but, uh, good luck to him. Yeah. Really does. And... Uh, we tweeted um, about uh, St Anthony's uh, juniors team. Um, they've agreed to loan us a set of grey and white hoop shirts for Celtic um, for the Celtic team to use uh, on the 28th of March. So thanks to St Anthony's, um, specifically the photographer Jerry, who I work with for sorting out for for the Celtic team. Um, so yeah. Um, Chris, that's another pint you owe me. Oh, you've got some good common thoughts here, haven't <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not far away now. I know. So it's remember it was, Sunday. Yeah, I remember it was first book thinking, ah, it's ages away. And then you can get to Christmas kind of time, you're just like, ah, so it's still a wee bit away. And then you're like, oh, ah, it's not far away at all. You picked up an injury as well, did you not? And, uh, Friday? Yeah. Ricky, Ricky era. Um, so I was playing in goals on Friday night, and I went to come and uh, slide and clear the ball, but I started to hold back, thinking I'd want to injure someone, and then lo and behold, the guy falls on my on my, my right leg. 
So, yeah, it yeah. was me that got injured. So, so you should have followed through, basically. Hi. One thing you want to follow through. But no, um, it's one stupid fault, you know. If you're going to go for the ball, don't hold back. Just, no, don't pull out because that's when you're more likely to injure yourself. So, but I'll be fine for the game. I'll be back in the ne- uh, um, next next week anyway. Good stuff. Aye. What about your fitness training? How many pints <laughs> uh, you down? Well, I've, <laughs> I've lost a What's that? <laughs> How many pints you down? <laughs> I've been trying to stay off the lager actually recently. Uh, I've lost uh, eight pounds since the start of the year, which has been pretty decent. So that's pretty good, mind you. We were kind of talking all fair about how we were both having an overnight at the weekend. So uh, we'll see how that that went down. But I did try and be semi sensible um, in mm-hmm. terms of what I ate and even in terms of drinking. Didn't drink too much. So yeah. change change days, but uh, it's tough tough at the the wrong side of forty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got another year to go for that, so. Um, so, yeah. I will see. As I said to you uh, before, I'll, I'll be the the sub that's coming on to waste time when we're four 0 up uh, against Celtic. Yeah. So. Aye, I'm I'm coming on for the last fifteen minutes, um, whether Willie Gannon likes it or not. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I'm sure it'll be fine. Aye, definitely. But yeah, we need to win this game. But yeah, so we'll have Phil on in a couple of weeks and see if any of the other guys that are playing the game want to come on between now and the game to help give it the build up. But we'll keep it going on Twitter. And as I say, it's £5 um, entry at the gate and uh, it's, it'll be a good day. And there's raffle prizes to be won as well. So it's a pound a strip for the raffle tickets. Um, and yeah, it'll be a good day. And more importantly, hopefully, Don's win. Aye. Uh, most important thing though is obviously raising money for the charity. So uh, that's the same most important thing, John. Come on, it's all uh, beaten. Uh, I'm only kidding. Uh, that is a bit. Uh, so I obviously we've got the tickets. Um, pay the game. If folk really wanted to get tickets beforehand, then by all means contact us. We can uh, produce a ticket for you. But um, aside from that, we've got a just given page set up. So if you go onto uh, the podcast account at SFF Podcast on Twitter, there is a just given page there. Um, and if anyone can do anything at all, um, it would be extremely grateful. And the charity would be extremely grateful, and we would be as well. So, just support the good work they do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, we'll hopefully see Chris um, have, another, have another set up, which should be funny. But Aye, that'll probably come back to bite me. That'll money alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we better not set ourselves up for a fall in case it's one of us and he ends up not making us or something. Well, so, yeah, yeah, that's not tempt fate. Definitely not. Uh, but I think we've wrapped up everything pretty well, considering the amount of football that's been played. But it's probably a wee bit, it's probably not the greatest as well. Cause if we, at least if you Chris on, he's got a bit of excitement in terms of talking about Celtic and how well they're performing. Whereas the two of us are like Dom Jolly here. Uh, not Dom Jolly, even. Tom Jolly. Tom Jolly. the phone. Uh, oh, hey. Um, yeah. I am Jolly. Tom Jolly. I am Jolly. Yes. So. <laughs> well, that's a jolly way to end proceedings tonight, I think. <laughs> so, hi. Cheers, Jolly. I'll speak to you this week. <laughs> Cheers, Jolly. <John. laughs>